0: So welcome everyone to PT Meal Podcast Live, a buffet of play therapies, movement, exercises, activities, and leisure all packed in a hearty conversation of physical therapy, profession, and practice. I am Johan De La Paz, your host, and it's always nice of you to drop by in the show. So before we begin, uh, let me just invite everyone to support the show by following, liking, and sharing our content from our social media at PT Meal Podcast in Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And another way of helping the podcast out is is to subscribe and review or comment in any podcast apps that you listen to. Uh, in Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and of course, in YouTube. So, yun. So, like lang and share and uh, comment para sa, ano, you know, maka-reach tayo ng maraming tao. So, so as I've said earlier, we have a very interesting and Always relevant topic to talk about today uh, for those who are interested in working or migrating in the U.S. And my guest for today is Attorney Flomi Javier Diza. So, Attorney Diza is a senior partner at Reeves Immigration Group. He is the supervising attorney of the San Francisco and Manila offices. He is certified by the State Bar of California as a specialist in immigration and nationality law. So, Attorney Diesel was admitted to practice law in the Philippines and the state of California. He practices immigration across the 50 states and U.S. embassies worldwide. He is uh, an active member and speaker of the American Immigration Lawyers Association, or AILA, the Bar Association of San Francisco, or BASF. And uh, he's been the past president of the Integrated Bar of the Philippines, Northern California, chapter Mr. Diza uh, regularly provides expert analysis on a variety of immigration matters for the Filipino TVs, as well as PHLV radio shows broadcast worldwide. So it's my pleasure and utmost gratitude to welcome Attorney Flomi uh, Javier Diza. Attorney Flomi, welcome to the podcast.
1: Magandang gabi, Johan, at, uh, it's my honor to be here with you. And uh pinabati na rin natin yung mga viewers and listeners natin worldwide, lalong lalo, lalo na, na ang mga kababayan natin dyan sa Pilipinas. Alam natin that we, uh, you planned this uh, podcast para sa kanila din dahil unang-una 9.30 ng Saturday doon. So usually walang trabaho and probably nakatutok sila ngayon sa atin. So inibitahan namin kayo, lalo lalo kung may mga, may plan po kayo mag-immigrate dito through physical therapy um, as your profession, uh, or may mga kakilala kayo or kamag-anak, ishare po ninyo ang ating discussion ngayong gabi. Oo
0: nga. Yun, yun. And, uh, yun, yun nga, kasi, I reached out to Attorney Flamie and very, and thank you, Attorney, for uh, also saying yes sa invitation kasi nga, there are a lot of Filipinos, PTs, and I, I guess in other, you know, other professions as well na may ganitong mga like issues with, you know, their immigration status or visas and stuff like that. So, I think it's it's also, Nice to have this kind of conversation para ma-refresh or ma- may mga bagong matutunan yung mga iba nating mga um, kapwa Filipinos. So um, siguro to start with attorney an, um ano ba yung mga what you call, ways or means ng kung paano napupunta o work yung mga Filipino dito sa sa, sa US. Uh, siguro let's talk about yung mga visas na din na pwedeng magamit going here yeah.
1: yeah may dalawang paraan ano ng um, makaharating dito ang mga physical therapies um ito yung non-immigrant visa kumbaga temporary lang po sila dito ano uh, temporary workers uh, temporary professional workers at pwede rin uh, derecho ka agad sa green card so dalawang paraan yan or pwede rin unahin muna yung non-immigrant uh, H-1B visa and then uh, susunod na yung sa green card. So, unahin muna natin yung mga non-immigrant, um, Johan. Ano? At, by the way, uh, I really admire you for doing this, yung PT meal, specifically for your profession, right? Saludo ako sa'yo. Uh, marami sa ating mga kababayan you know, sa iba't ibang profession, nag-invita rin sa akin, may mga nurses, may mga uh, doctors, yung mga uh, J-1 visas, May mga caregivers, um, you know, may mga grupo. But yours, um, maganda dahil nakita ko yung content ng inyong programa, hindi lang dito sa Facebook kundi sa podcast mismo sa sa YouTube para mabigyan sila ng idea kung ano yung nangyayari sa profession. And it's really a really good time then na-discuss yung kanilang immigration options, Lalo lalo na yung mga nakapending pa or nakapending na yung petition, nagbabalak na pumunta dito o nagaaral aaral pa lang, di ba? physical therapist I, I actually listened and watched one of your uh podcasts where uh yung isang guest mo yata 1980s pa dumating ano and um may mga 80s kayo 90s 2000 at bagong dating and it's really uh, good to know yung yung mga mga procedures no uh, paano mag-immigrate from 80s to present and for me i've been practicing for the last 20 years Uh, Hindi naman gaano na bago, basically medyo pare-pareho lang, but may mga changes din, um, the same uh, different administration, maraming nababago, minsan bumibilis, minsan bumabagal. But the good thing about uh, physical therapies is there's really a big demand um, sa mga um, healthcare workers, hindi lang physical therapists, nurses, caregivers. Right but basically um very very in demand kailangan lang ng mga kababayan natin na makahanap ng employer na mag-petition po sa inyo. So yung sa mga non-immigrant uh, balikan natin yo ano uh, yung H1B. Ito yung mga professional workers. So hindi lang hindi lang mga physical therapists but any any professionals professions right na natapos ng bachelor's degree or four year course. And as we all know, ang physical therapist sa atin, eh, five, years, five years pa rin, uh, Johan, ano? Ah, um, Naman
0: po na lang four years ngayon because of the K-12 program. So, nag ah, okay. na na no four years.
1: So, pasok pa rin doon sa bachelor's degree uh, or sa H-1B kasi ang requirement dyan is a professional, right? Or nakatapos ng four-year course bachelor's degree. Kaya, doon sa RN, minsan mahirap mag-H-1B ang RN dahil dito sa US, um, pwede na sa kanila ang associate degree, di ba? So, unless yung mga registered nurses natin sa Pilipinas, um, meron pa silang specialized um, education or experience, dun lang sila papasok ng H-1B. Kasi kung sasabihin mo graduate ako ng four-year course uh, nursing, hindi yun papasok because, you know, pwedeng associate degree dito sa U.S. But going back dito sa, sa physical therapy, Johan, right kailangan nila ng employer, kailangan nilang nakatapos ng four-year course and more importantly, kailangan ipasa yung kanilang uh, state state uh, board. So kung California yan or New York or any other state, kailangan ipasa yan. So isa pang medyo mahirap sa mga PTs, ano, naghangad na pumunta dito dahil walang examination sa atin sa Manila, hindi kagaya po ng taong uh, ito ng um, RNs, diba? marami tayong mga testing sites hindi lang sa Manila kundi may mga other nearby countries din pero ang physical therapist from from my understanding dito lang sa US uh, ginagawa yan, right Guam or Hawaii or dito sa mainland and uh, mm-hmm. in, in fact kailangan nila ng visa para sila ma- considered as patient ng ng balik sa mm-hmm. ng physical therapist so yung yun ang unang um, options sa mga kababayan natin on and non immigrant visa now, yung mga kababayan natin Australian national na uh, mayroon silang tinatawag na A3. Uh, and then yung mga nasa Canada uh, or Mexico na national, pwede rin yung TN. Now the ang, ang uh, lahat ng klaseng klasifikasyon ng visa yan yung hand a e non-immigrant. Ibig sabihin temporary, uh, valid for 3 years, pwede i-renew yung another 3 years. Ang distinction niyan is of course yung yung nationality, di ba? Filipino pag H1B, TN pag uh, Australian, Canada, ba? I'm uh, sorry, TN pag Canadian or um, Mexican, and then A3 pag um, Australian. Now, ang H1B pa, mga kababayan, eh, mayroong kota, right? Mm-hmm. So, nakikipag-agawan ka sa mga other professions uh, dito sa Silicon Valley. For example, and daming mga engineers, ba, sa so, fair or sa Nevada or other places, and daming teachers. So, so, yung demand ba, eh, like, for example, this year, more than 300,000 ang nag-apply ng H-1B, right? And ang tinatanggap lang ng USCIS is about 65,000 a year, fiscal year. So, yun yung, yun yung uh, ano ng H-1 restriction ng H-1B. Mayroong kota yan na 65,000 unless meron po kayo master's degree, may additional 20,000 yan. So, ngayon, ang chances mo is parang 1 is to 4. Dahil sa 300,000 yan, di ba, ang kakaroon ng lottery, then, pag hindi ka natanggap, try again next time. Pag natanggap ka, then you file the H-1B. Then, papasok ka dito before October 1. Kasi nag-uumpisa po yan ng, ng April 1. Eh. Doon pa lang sila tumatanggap ng mga applications. But before that, kailangan yung employer na ho. Kailangan mag-register na sila para doon sa lottery. Di ba? And then, pag makita ng matanggap, then doon ipa-file ng H-1B. And once it's approved, then darating dito yung uh, physical therapist to work beginning October 1. Right. So yun yung H1B process, ah uh, hmm. madali lang din, you know? Ah uh, kaya lang kailangan ng employer, right? At ah uh, madadala lang ang kanilang pamilya kung hmm. gusto nilang dalhin. Kailangan um you know, spouse, legally married ang um, requirement at minor children. Maging okay. H4 sila.
0: Okay. So maganda po ba na if ever nakikita-kita nang physical therapist na papunta na siya doon at apply siya ng H-1B. Mag, is it good to uh, get married na para isabay na yung yung processing nung, nung spouse niya for that H-1B visa? Or Kaya na pag-usapan nila na? yung
1: Kuya Johan kung talagang sila na and siguradong forever na sila, di ba? <laughs> uh, yes, it's really a good idea uh, para madala na under H-4, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, may opportunity yung kanyang asawa to either also uh, stay in the U.S. legally mm-hmm. and hopefully pag na-approve yung uh, petition ng, ng asawa, yung principal na H-1B under the I-140, pwede na rin siya mag-apply ng trabaho or mag-apply ng work permit.
0: Mm, gotcha, gotcha. E eh, pag ano pa naman po, na, na, yung, kruwari, yung PT na-approve na H-1B, hindi pa sila kasal din, um, they decided to, uh, within that you know, three years na H-1B siya, they decided to get married, Was it, is it going to be hard for the spouse to
1: come over? No. In fact, uh, kailang i-apply lang, right, okay. sa embassy following to join, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it's better kung sabay na, kasi nandiyan na, diba? So isang, uh, siguro right. pag finailan sila and then naghintay lang ng interview sa embassy, right, pwede nung pakasal para pwedeng isama doon sa visa application, right? Mm-hmm. Pero kasi pag nakarating dito yung Yung principal, yung H-1B, kailangan iba umuwi pa siya, pakasalan, mm-hmm. and then i-file pa ng H-4. So, of course, that's another processing time. Hindi ka gaya ng pagkasabay, mas madali. Kaya lang, syempre, kinoconsider nila lang ang kababayan natin yung fees, diba, yung mga expenses, right. tapos nag-umpisa pa lang dito, unless siguro mayroon po kayong pamilya mm-hmm. na ano, ito, na tutulong sa inyo, matutuloyan kayo, pero kung kayo lang na nag-umpisa you bring your five minor children, Mm-hmm. Parang ng piata kayo yung iba nagfa-following to John. Pwede naman following to John Kuya Johan. Uh, kuk- uh, pwede naman <laughs> sorry sorry <Johan>. sa <laughs> PH like, okay, <laughs> like, so, Pwede naman pwede naman silang uh, to follow at the future date or pwede rin silang satisfy. Depende sa decision ng family.
0: Right, right. Yung, yung doon sa mga nakikinig pa, si Attorney Flo. meron din siyang show sa, na pinupuntan sa uh, yan, PHLV sa Las Vegas. And yung host doon, Johan din ang name. <laughs> 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 din? Kuya Johan ang name, hindi ba, Attorney?
1: <laughs> oh, sorry. Yo, Kuya Okay, si Kaya uh, <laughs> sabi ko Kuya Johan. sabi ko lahat yata ng mga gagaling na mga <laughs> alam mo, yung announcer, broadcaster, ano, May Johan ang pangalan. You know?
0: uh, so, um, yung so uh that is the non immigrant uh, working visa pero like me I, I I went here in the US under uh the EB2 visa kasi my 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 staffing agency na ano ko they applied me two times already for H1B hindi nga ako nabubunot so <laughs> sabi nila sila na nag-offer nung EB2 visa then I asked them at may kailangan ba ako ipasa? may kailangan ba ako gawin or fill out they, they already have the the documents and they're just gonna submit it so that's another option no? pero is it is it gonna be harder to to a file for specific for eb visas for pts make special requirements so, pa ganun, attorney?
1: Well, the good thing about the eb or employment because eb is abbreviation for employment base either two Two, advanced degree yan or, you know, with your experience, you know, mas, uh, mas, mas naging available and visa. In the past, kasi ang EB3, yung mga professionals, like, you know, kung, kung ang minimum requirement is just a bachelor's degree, may waiting time dati na five years, right? So, um, but for the EB-2, kagaya mo, like in skilled workers or mga may advanced degrees or may mga five years experience, uh, available ka visa. So yun ang maganda. But now, ang EB-3 po, mga kababayan, eh available pa rin. But nonetheless, ang, ang maganda sa employment-based uh, petition ay hindi kailangan ng labor certification, right? Now, do, these are the two, the only two um you know, professions dito sa U.S. Na, na certified ng Department of Labor na may shortage no na hindi kailangan magkaroon ng labor certification and that's really a very good thing para sa mga physical therapies and registered nurses. Dahil po ang labor certification medyo complicated dyan at ma- mahal, magastos medyo matagal. So para mabigyan ng idea mga kababayan natin, halimbawa yung mga teachers ano, or mga engineers or mga doctors and even lawyers so, bago, bago mapetisyon ng isang uh, employer, yung mga profession na yon kailan nilang mag-advertise, kailangan nilang mag-recruit yung tinatawag na labor certification. right So, ipapadyari yun nila yan in, in a newspaper of general circulation two Sundays, then magta- siyempre pag nag-apply, gagawin yung recruitment, yung regular recruitment, di ba? And you have to have a good reason bakit hindi mo i-hire yung mga aplikant, di ba? You're saying, you're certifying actually to the uh, Department of, of Labor na walang willing, qualified and uh, able U.S. citizen. Di ba? Para hindi kasi ang purpose nito parang sa Pilipinas din, para hindi ma-displace ang mga U.S. workers. So that alone, uh, medyo matagal ang process. ano, Dahil yung pag-request ng prevailing wages, pag-recruit, pag-advertise, pag-certify, pag-post sa mga uh, you know, sa mga areas uh, sa business area ninyo, medyo matagal yan. So abot ka nung enough year mag din kasi mag-advertise ka sa newspaper. Okay. With, with all the technologies and the, the social medias that we have, yun, pa newspaper. ko oh, may nagbabasa pa, pero that's a requirement. So what I'm trying to point out is ang mga physical therapists and registered nurses, hindi na kailangan yun kasi may shortage. So diretso ka agad sila sa petition, <laughs> na I-140 petition, right? And then pag nandito sa US, yung aplikante pwede actually i-green card. Kahit mm-hmm. kung current filing, yung I-140 and uh, yung I-485, provided of course may mga prerequisite pa rin yan. Ang mahirap kasi ngayon, lalo ng COVID, uh, Johan, eh, pag nag-request ka ng prevailing wage, kasi alimbawa uh, sa, uh, sa LA County, yung trabaho mo, alam natin, ang, for example, ang, ang physical therapist, ang, ang, Ang salary, for example, is nasa ganitong amount, alam na natin. And, and even the employees willing to pay more than what the prevailing wage, kailangan pa rin na sa mag-request at mag sa Department of Labor kung magkano yung prevailing wage. E ngayon, uh, ngayon maabot ng 4 to 6 six months bago nila i yung prevailing wage. So it's kind of frustrating, lalo-lalo nandito, nandito yung mga applicant or mga employees. Mm-hmm. So, what we do is kung pa expire na yung visa, siyempre either mag-extend uh, sila ng status di ba, as a tourist or mag-student visa sila habang hinihintay yung prevailing wage and then pag naging uh, nailabas na, na yun, pwede i-concurrent file yung I-140 which is the immigrant visa petition and then yung kanilang green card. Yung nasa Pilipinas naman, uh, pwede rin i-file yung I-140, right, ng employer ninyo. Merong tinatawag na premium processing that you have to pay right an extra amount of money para para decision nila yung inyong uh, petition within 15 to 30 days then pag na-approve yon uh, it goes to the national visa center yung yung uh, next step eh para mm-hmm. i-upload na mga aplikante ang kanilang mga civil documents yung birth certificate, marriage certificate and clearance and they have to submit a biographic information yung tinatawag natin DS260 Raise right, yung immigrant visa petition uh, and then of course may mabaya din yung mga visa fees and then once they are documentarily qualified doon na naghihintay yung uh, interview sa embassy uh, sa Pilipinas doon na nila uh, malalaman di ba? Uh, of course kailangan mo nang mag medical exam and then go to the interview and once they get approved makukun nila ang kanilang visa and the good thing about the EBs, yung implement base eh, pagpasok ko dito e eh, green card na sila sa ang pamilya. So yun yung advantage actually ng EB uh, petition, implement-based petition. Uh, kung, kung yun ang uh, i-offer sa inyo ng employer nyo, take advantage kasi pagpasok mo wala ka ng, uh, you know, wala ka ng gagawin wala, hindi mo na isipin yung status mo hindi ka ng H1B na na immigrant, uh, temporary lang yan eh. Mag-iisip ka pa kailan yun kaya ako pipetisyonan ng boss ko. Diba? As we all know, marami ang employer na may maximize yung six years. Minsan, binigitin pa. Minsan, pag-ayon na sa'yo, you know, ang hirap mong, yun know, mag-transition from, from one uh, visa to another. Yun, yun ang titignan mo. Maghanap mo ng employer, di ba? Yun sa H1B kapalayohan, ano? Pagkalimbawa, ayaw mo na sa employer mo, right? Or ayaw ng employer sa'yo. Sasabihin sa'yo, oh, your last day is next month.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, nakakadalawang taon ka pa lang out years, so anong gagawin mo, right? So maraming mga lumalabit sa amin ngayon na iuwi na ba ako, anong gagawin ko, ayaw ko nang umuwi dahil my life is here. nandito na rin ang aking asawa, you know, kids are going to school. Right. So what I advise, lalong lalo sa mga physical therapists na madali naman, tama ba? Madali pa rin makahanap ng trabaho, di ba?
0: Madali pa rin hindi. Oo,
1: maraming employer din. So just look for an employer who's willing to file, what we call change of employer. So, magpa-file pa rin sila ng I-129. Ito yung sa non-immigrant petition for H-1Bs. Right? Mm-hmm. Kaya lang, ang designation doon is new employer. Right? Yeah. So, dapat ang magpa-file sa inyo is the same uh, nature ng, ng, ng anong siyempre madali lang physical therapist most likely hospital yan, di ba? Mm-hmm. Siyempre, i-hire pa rin kayo doon uh, sa job description, di ba? As a physical therapist. So, madali lang yan. Uh, ang kina-ganda nyo sa change of employer eh hindi ka kumbaga, hindi hindi ka subject sa quota, di ba? So either i-approve ka or deny ka. So karamihan, uh, Johan, sa mga physical tariffs, ina-approve yan. Kailangan lang mm-hmm. niyo ng time to look for an employer. Huwag naman na bigla ka nalang mag-re-resign o bigla ka nalang tinanggal. Kaya sa mga kababayan natin, syempre, you know, may dahilan dapat kayo bakit di tatanggalin kayo kaagad. So make sure na hindi mangyayari sa inyo
0: Mhm. So, yun yung ano yun yung if ever ang situation ay yung PT ay H1B at hindi niya parang hindi na niya nagugustuhan yung nangyayari sa kanya do sa employer and he's trying to look for another employer pero H1B siya. So pag ganun ba, kung mara, may may employer siya nakitang bago, in apply siya nang um, change of, you know, ano yun sabi? change of employer. Correct. Uh, yung Duration ba ng visa na yun? Parang i-continue lang ba niya yung original H-1B or parang bagong slate siya? Na... Yeah,
1: unfortunately, they just continue kung unexpired yung mo oh. So, naka-one, naka, naka one, uh, yung first three years mo pa lang, di ba? So, ibibigay sa yung, yung uh, end. Limbawa, kung one year na lang, one year na lang. Then, pwede naman mag-extend for another three years ulit. Mm-hmm. maximum of, of uh, six years in total. Mm-hmm. So pwede lang ang exemption niyan is kung final ka na ng petition at meron ka approve I-140, doon bibigyan ka ng increment of every year. Pero okay. ngayon as I said, uh, Johan, ang uh, EB3, kahit EB3 ngayon is available ang visa eh. Uh-huh. So kung ipipetisyon ka ng employer, the decision, like on your second year, third year, fourth year, fifth year, bago mag six years, pwede na i-concurrent filing yung petition and the green card right away. Kailangan lang ninyong galingan, right? Kailangan lang ninyong yung employer nyo bakit kailangan niya kayo yung petition sa green card. mm-hmm. So
0: yung pong, um EB, ano po yung difference ng uh, EB2 and EB3? Alam ko yung before nga na parang mas matagal yung EB3. May na- mga nakasabay akong mga nurses before. 10 years nila hinintay yung EB3 nila. Well, yung sa akin, current that time so parang in 6 months 7 months nakarating na ako dito. So ngayon pareho na silang level field current na sila pareho.
1: That that's correct. And Aside from the EB2s uh, and EB3s as we mentioned, um aside from the priority date na available pareho ngayon. Mm-hmm. In the past uh in the past 5 5 years, ang waiting time ng EB3s nasa 5 years to 7 years, mabuti ng 10 years depende sa employer gano'ng kabilis mag-provide ang employer ng documentation ng iyong empleyado. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from that, ang EB, eh, EB2 is uh, meron ka advanced degree. Either may master's degree ka, right, or, mm-hmm. or, or meron kang five years experience. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, pwede ka nalang i-petition as EB2. The only uh, disadvantage niya sa mga employer is babayaran ka na mas malaki. Right? So yun lang ang isa sa mga, mga employer, sa sabi, lalo na yung mga, mga, alam mo na, um, ayaw din naman nilang mabago palang may empleyado e eh, kaagad malaki na ang kanilang sweldo di ba hmm. so as much as possible i avoid na eb 2 dahil mat- malayo ang difference ng ng salary eh. it's more than 20,000 to 25 uh-huh. so yun yung difference ang eb 2 kasi is skilled ka mayroon kang 5 years experience or may master's degree ka eh syempre, yung minimum requirements mo hindi ka naman pwedeng iib2 kung hindi ka right babayaran ng tama uh-huh. right kasi ang ang isa sa minimum, re- minimum requirement mo is kailang 5 years experience or may master's degree ka now, sa EB-3, ang requirement lang dyan is professional, right? Nakatapos ka ng four-year course or sa ka ng, ng exam, right? So, kahit zero experience ka, okay yon uh, And uh, as I mentioned, you know, available pa ang visa. So, i-take advantage nyo dahil hindi natin alam kung kailan ulit magiging, you know, kung continuous ang, ang uh, availability ng visa. In fact, kahit mga caregivers for the last two years are eh, available. Right, ngayon lang nag-continue nag beginning June, mayroong 3 years waiting time ang mga caregivers. So sa mga na- nanonood dito na mga physical therapists or mga medical professionals na may mga care homes, right or may mga home health <laughs> uh na gusto magpetition, you know, madali lang yung 3 years. Huwag na sabihan, tagal yan, madali. Kaya take advantage niyan our family getting many many clients or petitioning um uh, employees from the Philippines under EB3, other workers as caregivers. So, sinesegue lang natin yung mga maraming sa inyo na physical therapist, medical professionals who are also into, you know, um, care home or home health businesses.
0: Yeah, maraming yung mga PT na may mga business, home health and home care. That, that's that's good to know. Um, ano ba? Uh, yung mga, like, for H-1B visas, yung know, mga non-immigrant visa? is the processing time um, ano na siya, set na ba siya, or are there ways that employers or, ano, uh, can it be expedited? Napapabilis ba siya, or set na siya na ito yung processing time, ganyan na paghintay mo?
1: Yes, uh, ang uh, advice natin sa mga kababayan natin, physical therapist na gustong pumunta dito, or mayroong mayroon prospective employer, mm-hmm. na, minsan sa sabihin sa inyo, ikaw na bahala maghanap ng abogado, or mm-hmm. sabihin sa abogado kami. So, But you have to push kung kung kailan kasi as we mentioned, ang H-1B nagbubukas ng April 1, right? So as early as February, kung wala silang abogado, mag-contact na kayo ng lawyer para, you know, alamin ko ano yung mga requirements, anong gagawin kasi by March, may bago na sila, bago lang din itong policy ng USCIS where ang employer has to register, right? With the Department of Labor para dun sa lottery. -hmm. I
0: think
1: March 18 this year, nag-register na sila and then magka-consider ng lottery on the 3rd week and then end of end of March doon nila sasabihin kung sino ang mga lucky winners right doon sa kanilang lottery um, so yun ang gagawin niyo para para ma-ensure na naka-register kayo kasi akala niyo April 1 yung pala gumapass na so in the past ang practice is lahat ng mga mga employers you know ito ito mapipilitin na din i na yung packet right and then by april 1 lahat nagsasubmit na yan kasi may quota nga in, in the past 2 weeks pala puno na yung 65,000 right so ini stop nila yan so ang naging nagiging um policy ng USCIS then was to uh, lahat tatanggapin nila for the first 2 weeks ng april right so let's say tumabot na ng 300,000 they stop and do nagkakaroon ng lottery ang, ang problema doon sa Sa old policy na yun, Johan, is gagastos yung employer o yung empleyado ng mga fees para sa abogado, sa filing fees, like right only to find out na hindi, hindi sila nasama sa lottery. Siyempre, bilang abogado, sasabihin mo, pinipirin eh, ko yung packet mo eh, wala na ng refund, di ba? Right. ang <laughs> re refund na lang sa yung filing fee na hindi gamit ng USCIS. Pero ngayon, mga kababayan, hindi na kayo gagastos sa abogado na malaki kasi ang employer, si employer mag-register by right? registration ng mga prospective employees do- doon kukunin yung lottery so ang registration is not very very difficult to do kung uh, kung alam na employer niyo or kami mga abogado we charge a minimal amount of 500 to 1000 para lang sa registration kasi kung hindi ka nabunot tapos na di ba? kung nabunot ka right or naging uh, maswerte ka dun sa lottery isasama na yung binayad mo dun sa H1B mo so yung okay. tanong mo kanina is of course um kailangan tutok kayo, right, para smooth yung yung process. So pagka-file nyo, kung gusto pang expedite ng employer nyo, meron kang 15 to 30 days. Sinasabi natin, Karina, meron ng desisyon. Pero kung nasa Pilipinas kayo, siyempre hintayin mo pa rin yung interview mo para umabot ka October 1 kasi yung yung start ng fiscal year, eh. para doon sa start ng, ng trabaho. So usually yan, tama yan, na nakaset yan within that time frame from April to October yung process. So pag final April kun expedite mo lang, March approve ka na, and then hintayin mo na lang yung yung uh, notice sa embassy or i-forward ng USCIS yung application mo sa embassy for that interview. So, mm-hmm. ganun din, kahit hindi ka mag uh, premium processing, uh, ang, ang processing time I just look before our um, start ng ating programa eh, umabot lang ng 5 months. So if you file in in April, September meron ka lang decision, mm-hmm. right? So hopefully makuha mo na yung interview mo bago mag-October and then papasok ka na dito on the H-1B uh, visa. So yun yung process. You know? Pag hindi ka naman pinala, we mentioned, uh, this year, try it again next year. Pero mm-hmm. siguro ang request niyo sa employer is why don't they uh, start yung EB-3, EB2 or EB3.
0: Mm-hmm. Pero it's always the prerogative of the employer lang if they're going to offer the EB, and EB's, EB na
1: visas, no? Correct. Kasi ang mahirap sa totoo lang, uh, pagpasok kasi ninyo dito, green card ka na
0: eh. Uh-uh. ba So, tinatawak.
1: <laughs> <laughs> o, o, parang tinatang ako ng mga employer at saka mga empleyado, ah uh, Johan, ano ang obligasyon ko sa employer, right? Uh-huh. Under immigration. Uh-huh. Uh, stuck ba ako sa kanila for life, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> or meron kayong pinirmahan na kontrata where it says, uh, you need to work with them for this number of years. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, um, you have to pay a penalty or, uh, you know, fee,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Now, what I tell my clients under the law, right, uh, green card ka unrestricted dyan, eh. mm-hmm. um, What I tell them is you need to go to work to your employer. Kasi parang parang family-based lang din yan, Johan, eh, na nag ka asawa, di ba? Uh, penetition ka for green card. Nakuha ng asawa mo yung green card, they expect the wife or the spouse to live with the petitioning spouse. So definitely when, when you go for citizenship or yung naturalization mo, right, have you ever lived with your spouse or have you ever worked? You know, how did you get your green card? I was petitioned by St. Mary's Hospital as a physical therapist. And then what? Uh, when did you work with them? If you don't work, then that's a red flag. Oh, right?
0: All right. They can
1: revoke your green card, take back the green card or place you in removal proceedings. Kung ano yung intent more. But mm-hmm. uh, why didn't you work with them? Unless you can probably explain a very good reason why you did not work with your petitioning employer. Right. Mm-hmm. So the the, the, the question then dun uh, Johan is kailan na gang kela na So as I mentioned, wala namang definite day a uh, definite time frame, na tra mm-hmm. ka doon. In fact, 6 6 months ka okay ka na eh, technically mm-hmm. but remember mga kababayan basahin niyo ang inyong employment contract sa petitioning employer kasi if you sign that contract that's legally binding between you and the employer unless it's unconscionable or I- sabihin, outrageous ang terms and conditions mm-hmm. right pero mm-hmm. pag within a reasonable uh, terms right so sabihin, say, you need to work with me for 3 to 5 years Otherwise, you have to pay this. Di ba? That, that, that I think is reasonable because under immigration laws, yung pagbabayad ng I-140, yung EB-2, EB-3, even the H-1Bs and and uh, um filing fees, lahat ng, lahat ng mga expenses, dapat shoulder ng employer yan. Uh, uh, that's the requirement under immigration. Okay. right? So kami mga abogado, we don't want to be audited ng, ng immigration. So what we advise mga namin is you only accept checks or filing fees or or payments from the employer because that's the requirement ng the department of labor so you are petitioning an employee you are required under department of labor regulations that you have to pay for the the, the lawyer and and the professional fees uh-huh. So you internal arrangement you know, as much as possible it's just between the two of you but as you know but as i said the firm only accepts uh, checks from the employers so, basahin ninyo yan kasi kahit sabihin natin na mag kayo ng employment lawyer, sasabihin niyo na, oh, um, ayaw na sa kanila dahil ganito nangyayari, you have to look at the terms kasi kung mayroong condition yan, you have to abide unless, as I said, um, sa tingin mo eh hindi tama, then you have to seek uh, the service of an employment lawyer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So, yung mga
0: ganito, kasi um, in, in some contrast, mayroon nga yung penalty if you, um to, if you want I mean, to, uh if you want to stop the contract or get away from the the employer no minsan mga 50 or 40,000 parang niyan and they would say na because they medyo reasonable din naman yung iba kasi they would file for your exam here all your um airfare your lodging lahat ng mga kailangan mo exam like english exam and the physical therapy exam sila sasagot so, you, usually, physical therapist, walang ginagastos going here. It's always in the staffing agency or the employer. So, ang saka ng yung attorney, pag hindi kasama dun yung mga filing filing fees on, on immigration, kasi dapat sagot na talaga ng employer yon.
1: Sagot ng uh, yung sa, sa labor, sorry, sa so I-140, yeah. sagot na employer. Mm-hmm. Right? Sa so H-1B, din. Pero yung green card aspect, yung immigrant visa, uh, application yung filing fees, di ba at sa family member so even the professional fees pwede nang bayaran ng uh, employee yon mm. kasi ang requirement ng labor is just the the I-140 and the labor certificate uh, the I-140 and the H1B
0: Gotcha. so at pag yung um yung PT uh, meron siyang standing tourist visa kasi you know pabalik-balik na siya with this family dito tapos he, he took the exam, Parang, if he took the exam here and decided to just wait for the the result here and stuff like that, pwede na ba siya maghanap ng employer that could sponsor him or her dito?
1: Yes, uh mag-change ng status from tourist visa to H, to either H-1B or I-140 kasi available mm-hmm. ang visa. The only problem is yung timing sa H-1B kasi, as we mentioned, April lang yan nagbubukas, di So, right. Kung dumating dito yung, yung aplikante ng March, binigilan lang siya ng, ng uh, 6 months so hanggang September lang siya, di ba? So wala na siyang status by April unless unless uh, mag-change siya ng status into student visa, right? Na 2 years siya or 4 years wow. or mag-extend another 6 months para aabot sa sa H-1B. Ang problema sa H-1B, baka hindi siya mabunot, or, you know, kailangan pa rin niyang buwe. No, yeah. the, the, the I-140 as we mentioned kanina, ang sa mga struggle natin ngayon, so let professions um you kahit sabi natin available on visa problema natin yung prevailing wage request right kasi it's a prerequisite dyan before you can file the I140 eh mm-hmm. kailangan humingi ng prevailing wage request sa Department of Labor like right? the mm-hmm. physical therapist in San Francisco right that is is the minimum requirement bachelor's degree uh, board passer you know um one year experience or zero experience dun mo hingin yung prevailing wage sa labor. Dati pre-pandemic ang bilis yan, weeks lang eh. Pero mm-hmm. ngayon, 4 to 6 months. So uh, mm-hmm. di ba? So kung maswerte ka, kung kulit siya, nag-sit ka ng exam and then pumasa ka right, in a month's time mm-hmm. and then naghanap pa ng employer for another another one month, takatwo months ka na right? tapos yung prevailing, willing yung employer mo, nakahanap ka agad ka ng employer right? And then yung prevailing requirements, abot ng 4 months. So hindi ka aabot. Mm-hmm. di ba sa sa tourist visa mo so you either extend your tourist visa for another 6 months when di aabot 'yon or magchange status kayo into another uh visa such as um student siguro ang pinakamalapit diyan mm-hmm. right kasi H1B di pa available
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh ano pa ba um, well, hindi rin pwede ang J1 kasi wala munang employer mm-hmm. hindi rin pwede ang uh, other or investor kung wala kang wala ka rin a source of funds so okay. mofula like, pinakamalapit ya ano is either um mag-extend po kayo ng H1 ng ng uh, tourist visa or mag-student visa kayo or uuwi kayo mm-hmm. and then do mo na lang natin 'yun yung yung uh, visa sa embassy
0: Gotcha. yung pong um, option of to uh, of, of student visa you are all sige pag sinabi student you are required to be in school no so in any any course ba yun that you can you can go to would would be uh, uh, applicable for a student visa.
1: Yes, uh, any course as long as uh, you go to school at in um, approved kana naman ng USCIS. Dati parang marami pa kumukuha na para English English language lang then di ba? Yung mga two years or uh, short courses lang as long as uh, nag issue ng school ng I twenty. Mm-hmm. right, at uh, you're going to school at in ka naman ng USCIS, walang problema doon. Mm-hmm. As, as you mentioned, dapat hindi nagtatrabaho kasi pag mag-transition ka from a from, uh, tourist visa or student visa into H-1B or even the I-140, kailangan nasa status ka eh. Hindi ka okay. pwedeng out of status. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Okay. Aso ah, yung student visa, you're not allowed to work kahit part-time.
1: No, not until you are on your last uh, year where you can apply for your OPT, your optional, optional practical training, or yung for for purposes of completing your course. Pwede you mag-apply ng uh, work permit at that time, pero not during. That's Although weird. may mga exception naman, uh, kagaya ng halimbaw, hardship, di ba? let's say. When you file for um, ito, student visa, sabi mo ang tutulong sa akin si Johan, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a physical therapist and earning this much money, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and then, alimbawa, ayo muna sa kanya or <laughs> ayaw muna ng tulungan or either um, ay- nawala ka ng trabaho or ayaw muna sa trabaho mo, hindi ka nag-work. Yun yung mm-hmm. pwede ng gawin ng student to apply for a hardship uh, para bigyan siya ng work permit.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. But
1: generally, dapat hindi. Kasi otherwise, pag isang violation mo lang, like if they found out that you work for one day, right? Then yes. that's considered as a violation. Hindi ka pwede magchange change ng status into uh-huh. H1B. Or makakuha ng green card through I-140.
0: Tapos deport ka din.
1: Yeah, either that or madideny ka lang and then, you know, magkaroon ka ng removal or deportation.
0: Gotcha. So yung mga um, visas like H1B and EB, it's all, all dependent on employer. So uh, if you're just doing uh, by yourself the process, walang way na ikaw ang mismo ang apply for any of that visas?
1: No, no. Hindi po pwede yon. Uh, okay. Or even if you want to put up your own practice, hindi rin po pwede. Mm-hmm. But unless you mga, mga, mga pwede lang yung self-petition is yung mga nasa Extraordinary ability, right? Yung mga O's, O1s, mga scientists natin, uh, um, professional athletes, possible yan, But I don't think physical therapists would would fit into the uh, self petition uh, for 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 employment base.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Um, may isang question dito. Pero uh, he was asking, um, can uh, can you work as a US, as a US, as a PT graduate? Or do they need a doctor of physical therapy degree before qualifying to work as, uh, as sa US and applying for a visa? Kasi for physical therapy, parang they are requiring requiring now a minimum of master's degree sa uh, fed, fed, Federation FSBPT, Federation of State Boards of Physical Therapists. So before bachelor's lang dun sa coursework, then I think now master's yung pinaka-minimum then sa USCIS, I think sila yung nagre-require ng doctor of physical therapy. para may nag-sabi sa akin, hindi ko lang sure. I know, I know the masters na ang hinahanap nila ngayon for, for working sa, sa PT. Kasi nga, doctor of physical therapy na ngayon yung entry-level um entry level degree dito sa US
1: Do, doon siguro sa green card aspect ah uh, yes kailangan noon yun. pero yung sa 4 years physical therapy kung and and you i just look at the the USCIS din ngayon and i know there's always in, uh, evolving and changing policy and all ng, ng uh, immigration laws and i understand there was a time na kailangan master's degree or kaya na naging EB2 Karamihan ng mga kababayan natin ng physical therapist dahil ng master's degree na ang, ang considered sa mga PTs. But mm-hmm. I just look at the uh recent ano ng USCIS, as long as you are a graduate ng physical therapies, uh is considered as a bachelor's degree. Yun yung kasi yung H1B, ang H1B requires uh, professionals, right? Or four mm-hmm. Four-year degree, four-year course. So, on physical therapy, even if you finish 4 years yan and if you pass the 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 board exam, and stay, mm-hmm. then you are qualified for the H-1B. Mm-hmm. So, possibly okay. posible po mag-H-1B. Um, kaya lang, pwede ka bang mag-exam? Uh, the, the other question is, can you take the exam without getting that that, that master's degree?
0: Um, kasi parang they, they, uh, they would assess your curriculum if it's uh, at the same level as their entry level here. And usually, um, ang hinahanap Ang, uh, tinitingnan lang nila for, for in my case kasi bachelors lang ako and they found out that yung mga curriculum ko naman yung curriculum naman namin is at the same level dun sa ginamit nilang um, criteria so hindi ko naman kailangan mag, 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 mag-masters nung time ko but I think yung mga later on mga ginagawa ng employ, employers and staffing agencies now pinapag-aaral na nila ng doctor of physical therapy yung mga uh, PTs from the Philippines Kasi they don't want to risk anything na baka hindi rin sila ma-approve or whatever. So, yun.
1: Yeah, that, that might be true. Kasi uh, ang kailangan natin, ba, yung sa visa screen certificate, um, yeah. you have to provide your credentials, you know, school mo, examinations mo. In, in other words, you have to to uh, provide your educational credentials, you know. So, mm-hmm. kailangan a uh, board-approved agency that will verify your education, that equivalent ng physical therapy degree dito sa sa US. So dun yung pumapasok yung mga credentialing uh, agencies natin, right, um, kasi meron dyan yung, yung uh, ano tawag nila, yung, yung, yung NPTE, di ba, meron ganyan, tawag, meron pa yung CGFNS. So if and when that is a requirement, right, then you have to, to comply. Uh, but as I said, uh, as long as you are licensed, whether you're, you took the master's degree or not, mm-hmm. right? But you still have to, to to provide your your credentials to this um, to these agencies, and if they think that you are eligible, then you, you are you could be petitioned without uh, doing the master's degree. But it's also it's really a good idea to ask your employer the you know, requirements. Because when start. Mm-hmm. Di ba ang kailangan nila? So, kung sinasabi lang, we need a master's degree, right, then, then you have to comply and you have to, um, to have that requirements bawa ka mapetisyon petisyon.
0: All right. Right, right. You, you, I mean, you, I think doon po ito sa nag-sanag-sisimula yung uh, katanungan lang. Kasi because before pa lang mag-take ng NPTE, kailangan i-assess na nila lahat yun eh. Then, Kung, kung equivalent ba or, or hindi yung napagraralan so yah maganda itanong sa uh, experience ng anad ng employer and the agency if kailangan pero so far ang ang diniko it's masters parang the DPT is just in case
1: so when you take the the four years alibaw ngayon ano then you have to have another two years for that master's degree
0: mhm Parang ganon po mga yung yung DPT kasi yung Doctor of Physical Therapy na transitional they can take it in the Philippines it's it's mm-hmm. online program Uh ganun din two years then and or some of the universities can uh, uh are offering um accelerated program that they can take one and a half uh years lang tapos so nila. so yung ibang mga staffing agencies and ano uh employers ganoon nang pinapagawa recently yeah
1: yeah um okay.
0: so um i think we've covered everything so far no ah uh, siguro ang question ko na lang isa pa uh, if the employer uh sako ka dito ng, ng student visa and suddenly your your being I uh, know asked to work so that's that's already a violation no yes. <laughs> so it's an immigration lawyer or is uh employment lawyer
1: well we're gonna to status um once a student uh, once the once applicant is under student visa, we'll have some work permit. No? Mm-hmm. Uh, remember the nature of your visa. Um, mm-hmm. So you, if you're coming here as a tourist, they mm-hmm. don't expect you to work. They expect you to be in a tourist visa, right? seeing places and visiting relatives. Mm-hmm. So H-1B, so H-1B you are specifically working with that employer, right? um not decide to that You're supposed to be uh, going to school, right? unless as we mentioned kanina na na, na apply kayo ng work permit na-apply yun eh based on hardship or do sa last uh, term ng inyong schooling, we well, you mm-hmm. still have to to uh, do a to apply for a work permit para eh, para bigyan kayo ng ng work permit to work within the same company na 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 tawton na, na uh, i-apply mo yung pinag-aralan mo. Right, mm-hmm. din sa H1B nga pala marami nagtatanong din sa atin Johan, if they can do part-time job to other uh, company right the answer is no it's an employment driven ito so very specific ang ang H1B so whoever petitions for you doon kayo magwo-work diba hindi kagaya sa sa green card kaya nga in-emphasize ulit natin yung EB2 EB3 right so kung full-time ka diyan sa sa hospital mo at meron ka pang gusto mong mag part-time right You're, you want to work like 16 hours a day pwede, pwede 'yon kasi Ang green card unrestricted jan You are allowed to work anywhere you want. Mhm.
0: Nika para si sitizen na full time ka dun sa isa tapos naghahanap ka pa na ibang pe- ng ibang trabaho pero green card ka nga kasi so pwede yon. Correct, correct. Oo, pwede yon. Mm-hmm. So um what if um dinela ka dito ng employer mo fra for a certain, you know, job description tapos you end up going into a different facility than what you're expecting and you're doing a different um job that when than what you're expecting is the is the pt going to uh seek help with an immigration lawyer or an uh, employment lawyer
1: at uh, both ah uh, mm-hmm. kasi kung lalo na lalo na H1B yan di ba mm-hmm. um sige kailangan alamin kung kung uh, gusto niyang lumipat or mm-hmm. willing na uh, petition sa kanya uh, mm-hmm tinatawag natin choice of employer mm-hmm. right ah uh, syempre yung living condition naman ng ah uh, ng aplikante syempre tatanungin ang em- ang em- 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 employment lawyer kailangan alamin kasi may violation of breach ng uh, contract yung yung uh, petitioner mm-hmm. in fact uh, may mga may mga client din na nagfile ng mga uh, TV sa parang they were I was traffic pero hindi hindi ko nagkita gaano sa physical therapist at uh, other other professions but People have uh, brought here on the H1B or H2Bs, the mga temporary seasonal workers, right? And and uh, they were claiming that ang kanilang working condition is masyadong ma- mahirap, di ba? Yeah. and everything. Yeah. So yeah. there is yeah. also that kind of visa where they can obtain. And, and in fact, it's a really good idea to speak to an immigration attorney. Kung di other options for them instead of being stuck with the kanilang employer or wala na silang options to change dahil either they were terminated or they left because of the living condition, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we strongly advise mga kababayan natin, if that happens to you, uh, seek the service of an immigration lawyer and an employment lawyer. Gotcha.
0: Siguro last na lang attorney, na question before we end. Uh, we talked about um, prevailing wages earlier. So when we talk about prevailing wages, is it specific to the profession or pag sinaming, um, prevailing wage, is the minimum for any profession. For no, it's,
1: it's, it's going to be specific to the profession and yeah. the, the the minimum requirements that they're employer. So yung EB, EB2 and EB3 definitely magkaiba yan. Sabi natin this, this, this uh, gap of salary, like about 20,000, 25,000. Right. Now, doon sa um ito, sa minimum requirements, pare-pareho yan. Let's say physical therapies, um, board passer with zero to one year experience. So within that range, diyan mong hinihingit. Di ba kung ano yung minimum requirements, doon naman ibibigay sa iyo ng Department of Labor kung magkano mm-hmm. ang, ang dapat mong uh, ba dapat ibaya ng employer sa iyo. So even with the same uh, EB3, kung mataas yung requirement like Two years experience. Of two years experience is different from zero to one experience, diba? So, mas mataas ng konti. May mga uh, levels po yan ng salary. Eh. Mo based on education, based on experience, based on skill, uh, skills or other other um, other qualifications na tataas ang uh, salary range ng uh, applicant. Eh. Mm-hmm. All
0: right, gotcha. Uh, for anyone who's watching and does have a Question or concern, you can uh, send us a message, comment this live. Uh, so while we're waiting for that, uh, Attorney, where uh, where can they reach you if they have any uh, concerns about immigration in the US and going to the yes. US? Yes,
1: uh, Marami Salamat Johan, Ang Amin uh, Law Firm, I Reeves Immigration Law Group. Uh, we've been here in practicing immigration only. Uh, for over 40 years. So Robert Reeves was the founder in the 1980s. So we continued his legacy to render a quality immigration service. That's why we opened an office in Makati. Uh, We have staff there to assist my clients when they file for um, immigrant visa and uh, we prepare them before they go to their medical and visa interviews. So my staff to gather all your documents and prepare you before you go to the interview. So if there are issues concerning about your applications with the, the embassy, kung may mga delays, so sila yung nagtatawag at follow up sa embassy kasi the time difference ang hirap, di ba? Right. So uh, we have offices. I'm basically um, uh, based in San Francisco and uh, Walnut Creek. Uh, we also have office jansa Pasadena area. As we mentioned, Makati and China. Uh, and remember, Kamabayan, immigration is federal, so meaning that whether you live in Texas or in Hawaii, right, or Alaska or New York, from east to coast, um, we practice 50, uh, all over the 50 states and the territories, and uh, we, we also practice worldwide uh, embassy regarding U.S. immigration. So you can see our uh, website at ReevesImmigration.com, uh, Reeves and we have the telephone number on your screen. You search our law firm where you can find our um, partners, our certified immigration specialists. Uh, and uh, you can find our offices, our success stories, and our articles. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And you can also catch uh, Attorney Flomi's uh, PLH, uh, PHLV. There are some segments there.
1: Correct. Uh, yeah, we, PHLV Radio every Wednesday at 7pm Pacific Time. And also uh, follow yung aming mga social media account, we always update our uh, social media, Reeves Immigration Law Group. Uh, I have my own as well, it's called FG, uh, FJ Visa Reeves Immigration Attorney. Um, I usually post my success stories, not in a personal cases ko, but also my kami yung sa law firm. Uh, and then also sa, sa aming uh, Facebook account, uh link in and other social media uh, you can always like and follow especially kung may mga uh, immigration concerns po kayo
0: mm-hmm. okay so we're just going to uh, post uh, the links to attorneys uh, uh, social media and website sa pagkatapos nitong show na to and uh you don't think and well may mga question yung mga audience natin but you know you can still reach uh attorney doon sa uh, sinabi niya social media and uh, his website. So uh, as a closing attorney, uh, ano yung mga anatong advice natin sa mga uh, kababayan natin who has any concerns or you know problems with their immigration going to the US or when if ever they're still in the
1: US. It's really a good idea. The mga nagpaplano. tayong mga client worldwide. Ayohan uh, right from Middle East to Europe. To the philippines asia and even in the u.s right um having a consultation with an attorney saves you a lot of money mm-hmm. and give you an idea of what to pursue no um in fact uh we charge hundred dollars for the consultation fee but we can always waive that if you probably you know us ask, ask to to wave it okay lang then uh you never know kung, kung kayo magtatanong, yung pala options for you right it's, it's a really good idea we do Zoom consultation sa mga kababayan natin, right? or um, telephone, we also do in-person consultation sa lahat ng mga opisina namin. So ang immigration, kuya, uh, ang immigration Johan, is always evolving. So parang nagbabago yan. Uh, what you think now or in the past or your experience um, from your family in the past might be diff- different now. So it's always a good idea. Kahit natin, sometimes the employer would provide you your, your, the immigration lawyers, right? But if they say that you have to look your immigration lawyer, which is always an option because as we mentioned, meron tayong opisina sa uh, Makati who would assist you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, kahit saan paman kayo, ang immigration is federal, we we do service across the 50 states and its territories and across the globe. Maraming salamat ulit. Alright.
0: Again, thank you Attorney Flomy. And right, kasi parang uh, you, you never know eh, kung ano yung pwede mong gawin. And Kahit may, kahit may lawyer yung employer or your staffing agency they would try to protect the, uh, the, the the business so you have to protect yourself as well so again thank you attorney Diza, for being in the show and for gracing us with your uh sharing with your your expertise with us and uh, our kababayans so uh again thank you everyone for listening and catching us in this podcast so we hope to uh see you again sa susunod nating live and uh, we'll post the, the links for uh, Attorney Dizia's, uh social media and website. Until next time, thank you very much, everyone. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to PT Meal Podcast. If you like the show and want to support it, please follow the podcast's social media accounts in Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Share the episodes you're listening to or episodes you love to listen to so that the message can reach more people. Also, if you have anything to share with everyone about the profession or your practice, do contact me and we can work something out. If you have any suggestions, feedbacks, questions about the show or the guests uh, of the show, you can reach me through all the podcast social media accounts or through the website www.ptmealpodcast.com or through email at ptmealpodcast at gmail.com. All right. Looking forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Just a reminder, folks, the podcast is intended for educational and informational purposes only. The show strives to keep all information true and correct, but humans sometimes make mistakes. Factual errors may be present, so we encourage the listeners to do their own research on featured
1: topics as well. Now, let's go back to the show.